0: The narrative. 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 The narr- the narrative. Changing the narrative. An initiative powered by OVG. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the Changing the Narrative podcast. So today I am here with Leben Ambolo of Skin Gold, and we are talking everything skincare. So, to go on, I am going to allow Lebanon to, you know, introduce herself because I think she'll do a much better job. So Lebanon, please, do us the honest. <laughs> Hi. So, I mean, first of all, thank you for having me on your podcast. I am very excited to be here and talk about my favorite thing, which is skincare. Um, my name is Lebanon Irama Golo. I am a New York licensed esthetician, but I am based in um, Ghana and I am the founder of Lebanon Skin. But on Instagram, you find me girls, as Skin as Ikea mentioned. Okay, okay, there you have it, guys. She is an esthetician. You know, I always have to like take my time to pronounce the <laughs> word because I'm like, mm, yeah, listen, this is not easy. Okay, so now, before we actually get into the you know the nitty gritty of skincare, mm-hmm. we're gonna play a little game. So, it's a game of favorites and this or that. Okay. And skincare edition. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. We're going to start with like this or that. So, um, I have here moisturizing lotion or moisturizing cream. (laughs) (laughs) Moisturizing cream. Moisturizing cream. Yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah. Oil cleansers or creamy or milky cleansers. Oil cleansers. Okay, that was so easy. <laughs> like, yeah. Crazy. Okay, so this one is a bit like funny for me because I mean we'll get into that like during the like the interview. But SPF thirty mm-hmm. or SPF fifty? Um, that is a tricky one because there's a lot of explanation behind that. But just because I need to choose, I would go for SPF thirty. SPF thirty. Oh yes. You see me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be honest, this is why I have you on here because for me, I feel like, okay, because the number is higher, it means like it's really doing something. Mm -hmm. But this is why you're here so you can really break it down. (laughs) So, okay, I was on that SPF 30. Okay, so now let's move on to like Mm -hmm. favorites. Like, what is your favorite cleanser? Mm So my favorite cleanser of all time would be what I'm even using currently. It's called the Face Reality Ultra Gentle Cleanser. Okay. That is like the most basic cleanser you find out there. Very, um, In my opinion, it is affordable. Okay. Does the job of cleaning the skin. It doesn't do anything superficial. Mm-hmm. So as far as it cleans the skin and creates like a very nice canvas for me to finish off with the rest of my products, I'm good. Okay. And it's in a good size. So it lasts... For like three months plus, because I'm not about to be buying Let a cleanser me. every two months. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, don't, we'll get to this because you know a lot of people go like, okay. To be fair, skincare is not cheap. Okay, it's not, but yeah. it's an investment. I honestly think yes. it's an investment. That's right. So to have a mm-hmm. can, like of way take it on for about three months, that's a good thing, you know? So, okay. yes, okay. What yes. are your favorite toner? That's if you... you so my... F- yes, I do use a toner, but in a mist form. So that would be the... Glymed CBD Mist. Okay. I love it because it has CBD and other calming um, products and it just does the job of keeping my skin hydrated throughout the day. So Okay. that's my favorite. Like I've run through bottles of, even though it's a bit on the pricier side. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's you do the it. job, sis. So I'm going to buy it. <laughs> okay. okay, okay. I that's still get clear. it. I mean, that's that's really good to know. I don't know why I asked you for YouTube mm-hmm. so now because I know that's like... Essential. You see, this just shows that my skincare restaurant <laughs> is a shovel. Okay, so I'm here to help you, so don't worry. Really, that's what you're on here, like, girl. You really mm-hmm. need to be saving me and the sisters out there, even including the guys, because I think skincare, skincare exactly, guys, are like really, really. It's 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 really important as well. Yeah. 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 By the time we are done with this. The audience, guy, gals, you, anyone will be like, oh, okay, cool. I get it now. It all makes sense. Listen, thank you for being on the podcast with us. honestly. Okay, so what about, this is like the last one, your favorite SPF? Mm-hmm. My, I, I can't say because... I have, a, I always have about three or four stash of skin, um, sunscreen sitting there, and I'm always trying out new sunscreens. Totally I can't say for sure that this is the one that I. That this is my favorite but there's this one that I always reach for that is from face reality as well daily SPF 30 so that's what I reach for most of the time face reality seems to be the girl like (laughs) exactly it is it is face reality yeah okay Okay. we will get into it we will get into it okay so mm-hmm. um thank you so much actually for um gracing us with your presence and your knowledge because um, mm-hmm. i really admire what you're thank doing you. i think it's really really important especially like on our side thank you. like over here on the continent i feel mm-hmm. like it's, even within the black community i think the youtubers <laughs> the og youtubers jen jenkins I feel like they're really the ones that really opened our eyes, or let me say my eyes, to like skincare, really taking care of yourself, you know, and really understanding what acne is, why you're getting them, and like all these things. So for me, I think my first question really is going to be, what would you say, um, how would you define healthy skin? So healthy skin... I mean for my the way I see healthy skin I would say that healthy skin is free of blemishes but then again people can have blemishes on their skin and then still have healthy skin because we are all different we all have we are all from different backgrounds so yes by dictionary or in textbooks healthy skin is free of blemish free of um damage is free of pores wrinkles fine lines stuff like that so that's how the textbook will say healthy skin but to me healthy skin is just feeling confident in your skin with or without um a blemish on your skin okay. simple and using the right products and having the right um skincare routine at home that's it as far as you're following the right skincare routine doing what has to be done you're protecting your skin using sunscreen yes you're healthy you have a healthy skin you have a healthy skin you don't need to be doing like the 10 steps you don't need to have korean looking skin or porcelain looking skin before before you know that your skin is healthy i was about to say yeah that doesn't mean that your skin is healthy skincare routine yes yes it can get so Mm -hmm. overwhelming exactly 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 it can really get overwhelming it can get overwhelming so i like the less is more approach so that everybody can also like be part of like the skincare world as well because everybody needs like you shower every morning and evening i mean if some people don't that's okay but (laughs) as far as you shower morning and evening that's a form of like you're also taking care of your skin neck down so, why not put the same energy into this? Yes. This is the brand. This so, this is what no, we need to take care of. Like, <laughs> this is the first point of contact. <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. yes. Yeah. I really so, like your definition of what healthy skin is because, like you were saying, the textbook version, or let me say mm-hmm. the cosmopolitan version, the cosmopolitan magazine version, it's kind of like mm-hmm. you cannot have things, anything. Yes. It makes it seem like If you Mm -hmm. have um, pimples or, like, maybe if your skin is flaring up, then, Mm -hmm. like, in conclusion, you have bad skin. Bad skin, yes. Yeah. And that isn't true. Because somebody is the same way somebody may see um, a bigger person and say that the person is unhealthy, which is not true see somebody who is of a smaller stature and feel like that person is a healthy one, but it could be interchanged. So we really do not know what it is. So I feel like we shouldn't judge a book by its cover and say that, okay, because I have two or three acne spots, it means that you have bad skin. No, I mean, fair point. You're really, you already started, like... (laughs) (laughs) You have already started doing that, you know, preaching... (laughs) Okay, so I think my next question, what really inspired you to become an esthetician? I'll take my time Yeah, say the word. So so, um, so the word, so for the word esthetician, that is like the American or the European way. But when we come down to Africa, even in some parts of Europe, they Call themselves um, skin therapists or facialists, so don't worry with the esthetician. You're good on saying facialist, even sometimes I make the mistake. I'm like, hmm, you're an esthetician and you're making the mistake. But um, anyway, skincare or beauty in general started for me as kind of a vanity thing, I was just interested in skincare, the texture of cream, seeing my mom applying her eyeshadow, hair, mascara, washing her face, doing the mask. It was also like interesting. So I just also loved doing it. But when I got into high school, I also started having acne flare-ups, breaking out. So I got really serious about taking care of my skin during my time in high school. But then again, there wasn't much information out there as we have now so i was very ignorant and not doing like the right things to help with the condition i have i did not i did not understand the condition i had i just thought i had acne maybe because i was not a neat person or maybe because the water in school was dirty so i need to put dirt oil inside so i was doing all these things thinking that was the right path but i didn't have the proper guidance so all that I was doing, the money I was spending on certain skincare, right. it just wasn't working. So when I got out of high school, getting into university, I was going through the same thing. And then I thought to myself, I've been using these store-bought products in very nice, shiny containers. Now let's move to DIY. So let me go into the kitchen You'd be surprised what I have done to try and you get know, You skin. know what? I think most of us are all on this table because even me, oh, yeah. I had, like, really bad acne, like, growing up. Mm-hmm. So this DIY mm-hmm. you're about to get into, girl, I relate oh. so bad. I've done it all. I have done it all. I've done the yogurt, turmeric, and some mask. Trying to fade hyperpigmentation. I have done... Sugar scrub with coffee grinded. I've done it. I've done it all. Black soap, honey. I've done it all, sis. I have done it all, and nothing seemed to work. So it got to a point I actually gave up thinking that, oh, I will grow out of it because that's another thing when you're in a community where. Um, you have something going on in your skin. Yeah. Everyone has an opinion. Everyone yeah, wants me to me tell me you is. to do this. So exactly. there were a lot of chatter in my ear saying that in tree they will say that unia ebeko, no, for but me no. which means <laughs> when you go. When you go so it will stop. But yeah. I grew and it was still there. Yeah. Without me implementing the right um steps, it wasn't going anywhere. So I ended up going to get facials from mini spas in Accra and I still didn't get the results I wanted. And that is a lot of money going. So this was my last I was in the. I was in it. I was like, "Yeah, my I'll be rich by now if I if I save all that in money to now." economic crisis. You will be swimming in money. Tell me, <laughs> tell me about it. So I found this one facialist in Accra, okay. and she She was like my last straw. Like after this, if it doesn't work, I'm good because. The day, I have to be confident in my skin for my own good. So I went to see her, and then after a couple of facials, she made me understand a few things. So I was like, hmm, this is something I haven't gotten from many spas that I have been to. So I was intrigued, and I ended up reading on my own as well on social media like Twitter, Instagram. So that also helped me understand a little bit more of what was going on. So the last facial I had with her, I don't know what happened or what she did, but when I laid on her bed and she did everything that she was doing, I got up, looked in the mirror and saw how far I've come. Right. There was this conviction that this is what I want to do. I just want to help someone feel the way I felt when I got off the yeah. bed and I looked at myself in the mirror because i mean, talking about it, I get, I'm getting going <laughs> wrong because it was such a like, It literally... My like, face <laughs> is so lit right now just talking about it. That's <laughs> really nice. <laughs> It was such a crazy moment. I went home, did all the research I could do concerning schools. How do you become this? How do you become someone that provides facial services, the skincare ingredients, everything? So that's how my journey started to become an esthetician. I found the right school, got in. I was so serious about school; nothing was going to shake me off that table covid came I was like no matter what covid i would learn this facial thing that they want to teach me so i did it and then came out with my stables passed and then now here we are with licensed license association or licensed fit. yes <laughs> yes it's been a, it's been a journey it's been It's been a long time. No, it actually sounds like a journey. So, I mean, speaking of factors, what are some of the factors you would say that can contribute to um, acne, like someone getting acne? So, mm -hmm. when it comes to acne, there's three major things that cause acne. The rest, I would say they are triggers. So the main three causes of acne will be excess oil, dead skin cells, and then the presence of bacteria. These three things are what causes acne. But there are other triggers that can also um, trigger like acne flare up, stress not sleeping properly, mm-hmm. diet, Diet. people don't want to hear that part, <laughs> no, diet, no. but diet. You know you said diet, right? Diet. Like, Never now, this diet, that's people want to children, like lifestyle for like, you know. Yes, it's true. Please. So diet, hormones, pregnancy, medication, medical conditions, even some of the supplements we are taking, um, breastfeeding, it's, it's a whole list. Yes. Yeah. So when it comes to taking care of your skin, it's not just about, oh, let me one thing, and let me, some people also believe that let me buy one thing and then also that thing. know. There are things that we need to look at. We need to look at like your history with skin. Is it something that your parents had? Is it something you're eating? Is it something you're drinking? is it, it could even be something as little as your pillowcase or something as little as using fabric softener to wash your pillowcases, something as little as that. So it's, it's not like an easy answer. What, like, what's causing my acne could be a variety of things doing it all at once mm-hmm. or it could be one thing triggering the process so but the main three things you should know is the excess oil okay. the presence of bacteria and then dead skin cells okay I mean I think that helps at least like as a starting point <laughs> as a starting mm-hmm. point yeah so yeah I can tell like from what yeah. you were mentioning like how like maybe your pillowcase um fabric softness, all of that so um I come to you I have like really bad act um and i need your help what are the Mm -hmm. steps like what process do you like take me through in order for me to really reach Mm a point where i can smile the way you did smile when you went to your last facial Mm -hmm. so um when i meet you uh first of all we are just going to discuss what is going on with your skin we are basically just going to have a chat just tell me anything that you want to tell me. Tell me what you want to achieve with your skin. Tell me what you don't like and what you'd rather like because I'm not I'm there to just listen to you and do what you want me to do for you. And then I try my best to tell people to have patience and be consistent because that is that's the only thing I require from you. For you to be consistent and patient because that is the only way you see results. You won't see results one day or a week after using a product it takes time it takes consistency it even takes a while and sometimes you would think that the product isn't working but you just need to trust the process and know that everything you're doing progress or results is cumulative it wouldn't happen overnight so i just ask that you be consistent very transparent with me as well because some people end up doing their own thing behind closed doors but I'm here for you. You come to me, we discuss, I take you through, I look at your history, we discuss what could possibly be happening, like go through certain things. Is it your hormones? Is it stress? Is it your skincare routine? Is it maybe not having enough sleep? Sometimes I may even need you to go see a doctor if you feel like it's hormonal, see your blood work and stuff like that. Because I am not a doctor. I can't really... diagnose you so sometimes you would have to be referred to a dermatologist or even a doctor for proper guidance and then come to me and then we'll take it out we'll take it on from there so it's it's a process it's a process i mean, I mean it's it it a process. About, i like how detailed it is truly a therapist because you're like talk to me be transparent <laughs> yeah so yeah I mean, and i love it when i have some clients that come and you. then they just want to rant or vent about their skin mm-hmm. and that's it. Like they come like during the process, maybe they've had one bad day. They would just call me and then they could actually just be crying on the phone about their skin. And they don't have anyone to tell because somebody may give them a comment or a feedback. Like this is nothing to cry about. We all have acne or somebody will end up giving you certain recommendations that oh my auntie said use this it so will go no. People don't want to hear that at that point. So um it, it can be tough listening to certain things because it's really emotional, but yeah, that's means. why I'm I'm here. No, really, And I'm happy to, to be there. If people are calling you crying, like you're really handling not just the physical appearance, but also how like all these things happen to you makes you feel. Oh, that's I think that's really amazing. You're truly doing the Lord's work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, <laughs> Thank that's, you. That's really good. And I think you mentioned something I want us to touch a little bit of which is um you don't really have anyone to talk to because people are very quick to recommend things. Forgetting that mm-hmm. our skin types are also different. And I think one thing yeah, I really that was very special, true. and I think you did a good job with um, I think she's called Agobia. Mm-hmm. There was this video, which is the you guys touched on triple action cream. hmm And yes. I feel like <laughs> I feel like in our community, or in this part, in Ghana, let me say, because I can't really speak mm-hmm. as, as an African countries, mm-hmm. but in Ghana, people mm-hmm. are very quick to tell you to use soundbats. Mm-hmm. Yep, friends. <laughs> so yep. You know the list yes. goes on, and I really want you to touch on that for me because I don't, I don't know if mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not sure that most people that have watched it, listening to us, or watching us right now. But if you can really touch on the topic of triple action things, what they are meant for, whether it's good or bad to treat acne. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh yeah, the triple action video. If you haven't seen already, I'll tell you, please go and watch it so that you get better understanding. But Triple Action Creams have been there for years. It's been in the pharmacies for some time. And it's not that it's a bad product. It has its place in the medical field. It just has to be prescribed for you to use it properly. However, people misuse it and end up having certain um, drawbacks with it. And aside triple action creams, we also have those that have been doing what we call the organic creams. Let's talk about it. I mean, this is why we're here because we need to actually like cancel out all these misconceptions, all this misinformation mm-hmm. that's out there, because there's a lot mm-hmm. of information out there. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's really hard to know, mm-hmm. okay, what do I really do? You know, or what do I really go for? And I think for someone who's -hmm. a certified skin therapist, let me make let me make this Mm issue myself and not mention that (laughs) you word, but um for someone like (laughs) you who is a certified skin therapist, you know, you've um attended school for this, you've learned about the skin, you've learned how to maintain. Mm. Tell us, tell us, you know, let's let's talk. (laughs) So so for the organic creams. Um, people that makes them, I can say 98% of them are not certified or licensed to be making such products. I believe that if you have the passion of making skincare, I would love it if you're able to get some education mm-hmm. to be able to make proper products. Because as far as the product works, you don't have a problem. Like you would, you would have good feedback. But if you are... Getting your training from WhatsApp and then mixing all sorts of (laughs) (laughs) yes, (laughs) you'll be you'll be surprised. (laughs) But skincare is what we put on us. Some that's something put on our skin, and it has certain effects on the skin. And these people um, take these classes and mix all sorts of things, and some of the things in there will be steroids. And we know what steroids are. It's an enhancement um, drug. And for steroids, if it's in skincare and it's not used properly, it's like, uh, I don't want to say, okay, it's similar to antibiotics. You don't want your skin to get used to steroids because they're about a very um, powerful ingredient. So if you keep using these steroid creams, even found in certain triple action creams, when it comes to the point of stopping that's when we have the negative um, side effects. So we've been using these creams for whatever reason, acne management, a rash, a, a bite, whatever it is. We use this and then our skin gets used to it. Yes, you see your acne will clear. Whatever the problem is will be gone. However, when you stop the inflammation that is hiding underneath the skin from using such a product, it would just go into overdrive when you stop using these steroid products because the skin has gotten too has gotten too used to it. So immediately you stop, or even when you wean yourself off it, you realize that all the inflammation would just come back. Acne gets worse. The redness gets worse. Your skin gets very dry, very flaky, almost to the point of peeling. Some people end up having hives all over. Mm-hmm. Some people end up having stretch marks because wow, some people end up marks. using yeah because some people use use it I mean we'll get there <laughs> when it comes to bleaching no, but some people use it, it. <laughs> <laughs> some people use it to fade their dark spots and end up Um, rather burning themselves or rather getting hypopigmentation. So that is when the skin becomes very, very fair and there's no melanin over there. So they end up trying to make the rest of their body the same color as whatever um spots or hypopigmentation end up bleaching their whole skin mm-hmm. in general but that's another topic for later on yeah. um we we'll definitely get into it's, it cuz we need it mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's uh, people who have certain skin conditions like eczema rosacea mm-hmm. they go to the pharmacy and then they are prescribed triple action because What's like there isn't, you need to be diagnosed by a dermatologist and get proper guidance to treat these certain skin conditions. But if you go to a pharmacy and you prescribe this and they are not told how to use it properly, the negative effects are just bad compared to when you started. So, my thing is if you want to use triple action creams, make sure that it's prescribed by a dermatologist or a doctor. They will tell you how to use it properly. Right. It should be an on and off situation. You stop and that's it. But if you use it as your normal moisturizer day and night, there's going to be some drawback and it takes time for you to reverse that damage that's being done. Some of them, is very expensive. Some of them, you have to come in clinic for us to have certain treatments done on you. Some of them are very uh, some of them are not reversible and you would have oh, to live wow. with it. So, the most common one we see is in she is called Enswerbang. But the, a, when it's yeah. dark, yeah, Enswerbang. So yes. I know what you're talking about. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, in the older generation, you will see that um, they have like a, red, a dark gray, purplish yeah, yeah. Um, mark around yeah, their yeah, eye. Yeah. Technical name is called exogenous ochronosis, but. Okay it's just like pigmentation around the eye and it's very, very hard to treat. Sometimes you can't treat it and you would have to live with it. Um, you'd have to do very expensive treatments, more than um, chemical peel. So you'd have to have like laser treatments to be able to reverse it. So it's it's not cheap. I think it's not cheap. and It's not cheap don't play with your skin just don't be putting anything in your skin don't Don't. because you have no idea where it's from what's in there and then you're just going to cause damage and that's another step back so i just tell people if you're not just ask questions even if you are buying it from a vendor just ask questions or just do your own research before you make a purchase so that you are on the um, you're on the safe side. There's this one time I came across an Instagram okay. video of someone cracking eggs into black soap, what and mixing it Pardon? and selling it. Oh, you're joking. Your no, no, you're joking. I'm you're telling joking. you, I'm not. I'm not. No, let me know. You're joking. Cracking <laughs> eggs this is the new one. I'm not one. joking. I've, I've never, I'm not I joking. Heard of this. Experience. I am not joking. Wow. What's this? I have seen no, I can imagine though. Because, wow, I mean, it's your job it's as well, it's crazy. So you know. Yeah, it's crazy. People are doing the most just to be able to sell a jar of cream for money, and I think that's so. People should live. be beware. yeah. I think yeah. That's the issue. Is it's like you know, I mean, for you, you really want to help someone. It's like selling it just to make money and then you like destroy someone someone's impact, mm-hmm. that's really not nice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I mean I'm all for me. anyone being in their bag and making their I mean, money it just has to be yeah it just has to be the right way because Definitely. you don't want to harm somebody in Definitely. the process I that's mean, it I think yes yeah. you've, you've actually hit the uh, nail on the top that's actually very true mm-hmm. then I think one thing I actually want to talk about as well what do you think the really is when it comes to um people get into skincare. Like I mean you are a skin therapist. I'm sure you've um, mm-hmm. you've had like a number of clients. Mm-hmm. What are some of the reasons why maybe it took them so long to visit a professional? So um I I have a few but I would say that the number one is not knowing where to start from. That is the number one, because if you don't know where to start from, you are going to be overwhelmed from what you are seeing online and what you are reading. So being overwhelmed with the number of like hundreds of skincare in town, is number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, I would say that not um, accessibility, that's another thing. And for Lebanon skin, that is like one of the major things I look at when it comes to my brand is making skincare and skincare treatments accessible um if you're not if you don't have the opportunity to get certain skincare you end up using what's available because anyway i don't have access to it so why should i bother myself into getting something that would take four weeks to get to Accra, Ghana. So, yeah. accessibility is another thing. Number three, quick fixes. Mm. People just want That's the one. to have. I think that should be number one. I, I have, think that I should be number really one. Victim, I'm not even going to lie because it's like, can this thing just moves from my face? Please. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think when I also, I had that issue when I had um issues with my skin, quick fixes. I just wanted it to go. So I'll try any and everything to be able to get rid of my skin situation. And that made things worse for me. And that's how come I ended up spending much more money to be able to correct whatever damage I did to my skin. But if I had the 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 resources I had facialist in a car who, who told me the right things to do then because I feel like now we have yeah I think it's coming up the industry. You know, the industry is really growing which is really nice to see yes. We have people like you <laughs> <laughs> and others <laughs> as well who are also you know, yes. helping out in this uh, mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah we have um influencers we have social media so you can always ask a question and somebody will be there to help even though there are certain isn't every the answer that is the correct answer yes, at least is is better compared to some years ago where you have no idea what you're doing so yeah I think those are the three things I have noticed when it comes to my clientele and when I first talk to them yeah I mean it makes a lot of sense <laughs> I think for me personally in my experience I didn't really understand mm-hmm. what it was like skincare because I think I remember mm-hmm. the first thing I ever bought for myself as skincare was a facial mask because I'm watching all mm-hmm. these videos I'm watching mm-hmm. movies, and I'm like okay this person mm-hmm. and he's using this clay mm-hmm. mask and like clay masks Mm-hmm. It to be like a big deal, like oh, it's gonna like you know, um, relieve your your draw out exactly. That's the right phrase. It's gonna draw out, and I had like really big bumps, like all over. <laughs> uh-huh. you know, we've come a long way. We still have a long way to go. We back. have. We have come a long we way. And I think for me. Like you said, I just really didn't know where to start. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a good thing that we have, again, people like you, and like you mentioned, the influencers mm-hmm. as well. And most importantly, mm-hmm. people that look like us. You know? Yes. yes. Yeah, because I feel like for the longest time, um most of us were really um using products or seeking information based on um say the Western world, like people in the Western mm-hmm. world that were leading in this mm-hmm. industry, like their advice mm-hmm. and whatnot. But and it was kinda hard because you're not my skin color. Yes. You know, so it's like, okay, I don't know, is this really going to work for me? But then you're just going to be trying it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really mm-hmm. nice to also see that we have people like in Ghana, we have more black mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. skincare therapists, and estheticians. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually struggle with yeah. it, but I like <laughs> it. <laughs> so I think, yeah, that's it's, it's a good thing. And at least hearing mm-hmm. these fears what would you say, like, if you're building your skincare regimen, like, where mm-hmm. would you start from? What products do you need? Like, what what are, like, like you mentioned, less is, like, more, you know, simple is more. the way to yes. go. So how mm-hmm. would you um, advise someone who wants to, like, start, like, a skincare regimen? Like, where do you start? From? Mm-hmm. So I would tell everyone, male, woman, <laughs> That's from cleanser. Okay. So that is like a, a regular face wash, something that's just going to properly wash the skin, get rid of all the excess oils, dead impurities. Just a basic cleanser to do that job. That's one step two. Use a moisturizer, or any a multifunctional product. So can, that can be like a hydrating toner or a hydrating serum that would have like other benefits like healing and calming and soothing and stuff like that so that is just there to moisturize the skin keep the skin from being dry or if it has different benefits like the soothing, Mm -hmm. soothe, if it's hydrating, hydrate, if it's for brightening brightening so the next is the second step, the third step would be sunscreen that is (laughs) non-negotiable negotiable I don't play with sunscreen. So, if you're not putting it on, what are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? Like, anybody that comes to see me, that's like, I'll ask you, do you use sunscreen? And I can already tell them, they're like, oh my God, this girl's come to worry me with sunscreen. (laughs) But yeah, sunscreen is the most important step in your routine because you need to protect the skin from sun damage. If you're not able to do that consistently and be diligent with it, I'm not able to. Um, recommend the acids or get into the fun parts of it because I need to make sure that you are not risking yourself of getting burned That's when nice. you start using certain acids. So, a good cleanser, a good moisturizer or a multifunctional product and then sunscreen to protect you during the day. You can even make it as easy as in the morning, you wash your face, sunscreen out the door. For real? That's, that's, yeah. Sorry, no, hold on. That is, look- because I was actually going uh-huh. into the whole AM skin routine and then the PM skin routine, mm-hmm. but, so mm-hmm. the cleanser and sunscreen, that's it. So in yes, this case, the that's sunscreen it, no helps as your moisturizer as well. Yes, because some moisture, so sunscreen is basically a moisturizer, but with the SPF um active in there. So as far as it's able to keep oh, the skin moisturized and not to make your skin dry, it's it's a moisturizer slash sunscreen. So in the oh, morning geez. you cleanse, <laughs> you do your your use your sunscreen, you are protected. You go out if you're indoors and you feel like a two step is good for you and it works for your skin. That's it. So you're fine. In the evening, you wash your face, use your moisturizer, go to bed. Just two steps. Oh, I don't think it should take... It, it doesn't take more than two minutes. No, I'm literally like... Uh, I'm looking at your face like, um, sis. Are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> like, are you sure? <laughs> like, are you sure? Because um, from what <laughs> I remember... <laughs> I know we have the toners, the serums, the essence, the masks. There's a lot of products. So so when do these other products come to play within your routine? So it all depends on what your skin needs. That is number one. If your skin does not need a, a clay mask, what is the point in having the mask in there? So I try to let my clients understand that Hey, listen to your skin. Okay. Your skin talks to you. If your skin is dry, you feel it. It's the skin telling you that I'm dry. So give me some hydration or some moisture. Yes. So you yes. give it some some moisture. If you have um, acne and your skin is producing a lot of oil, it's telling you, you can just literally see it. So, okay, what do I do? I introduce something that is meant to target oil that's when I add into my routine. So you have to just listen to your skin and then do what it says. You don't have to do it just because it's there or has to be done, or you've seen this popular person doing it. Just listen to the skin and then do just pay attention to your skin needs. That's all. So if I'm using myself as an example, I am someone that gets dehydrated a lot. So dehydrated in my skin will mean that my skin lacks water. So, my skin can look oily, mm. but when I move my cheeks, it feels tight mm. inside. So it right. means I am lacking water and my skin is dehydrated. There's a difference between dryness mm. and dehydration. Wow. So I am prone to, de- I'm prone to dehydration. So I'm someone that has a lot of hydrating steps in my routine. So I would wash my face. I would use my mist. I would use um, a hydrating serum. And then use a third hydrating serum. But on very, very hot days, I'll probably just cleanse, do my mist, and go straight to my sunscreen. I don't even have to do moisturizer because when I my skin is hydrated, I'm good on that. Right. I don't need moisturizer. I can bank on that when it comes to my sunscreen and I'm good. So that's what my skin needs. Wow. Do you get it? So if my skin doesn't need like if yeah, it's 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 crazy, yeah. but it, it can be simple and complicated. Yeah, because I keep saying wow because it's like okay, I'm listening to everything, and I feel like okay, I'm with you. Like okay, I'm listening, mm-hmm. and I get some point, and I'm like okay, this is this is interesting because yeah, yeah, like you said, you really do need to listen to your skin. Yeah, really, just yeah, close out the noise the marketing mm-hmm. <laughs> yes because that's, that's true the, the marketing is very is very big it's really all about your skin and the needs of your skin Do yes you yes don't don't follow the next person's routine because that's might not work for you and what works for you might not work for the person so just listen to the skin so usually I tell people in the morning your routine should be full of it should be hydrate and protect. Okay. That's it. Okay. In the evening, it should be um, prevention and then giving back what it has lost throughout, throughout the day. So that's like a guide for you. So personally, I don't like doing a lengthy routine in the mornings. I'd rather leave that for the night time when I'm going to sleep just to help the skin um, with the uh, regenerative process during the time that we are asleep. So in the morning, just make sure that your skin is protected with sunscreen. That's the most important thing. Right. So wash your face, sunscreen at night, wash your face, hydrate, moisturizer, go to bed. And that's it. If you have certain skin conditions like acne, hyperpigmentation, which is like dark spots, that's when the acids and then the other... Um, fun stuff come in but that's will also be recommended according to your skin and what you need at that particular moment and everyone is different (laughs) honestly speaking I think this this has been so informative for me because um, and I really hope that like everyone tuning in is also really taking notes because yes I hope so I hope I've not confused anyone (laughs) Um, honestly I was confused a bit but then I guess it (laughs) Okay. I, I, think, okay. I, think, I think, I mean, to be fair, it's not so confusing. In the beginning, I think for me, the reason why it was really confusing is because in my mind, I have all these. Um should I say, I don't know if I should call them assumptions or notions that, okay, you definitely do need this, or you need um, a toner, or you need a serum, or you really need um, deep acids and whatnot. Because um, I think there was a time I saw a post on um, Paul, Paul it's a Paulist choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And, and I was sitting there like, Oh my god, I think this is really gonna really be good for my skin because like I'm reading what it does and all these things and then the next minute I'm like, Okay, but I'm scared to actually put these acids on my skin you know, because I really didn't understand. So I think You taking your time to like really break it down this way, it makes a lot of sense now. So it's like, okay, you don't necessarily need this in your everyday skincare routine. Exactly. Maybe if your skin is flaring up in the same kind of way, you definitely need to incorporate all these other things in there. Wow. Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> wow. yes. There's a lot to skin that we actually like, you know. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's simple, but then again, it's complicated. So there's a dust scratching this, this I can imagine because it's, yeah. it's it's truly a paradox. I'm not even to looking back to because I'm sitting here listening mm-hmm. to you and I'm mm-hmm. just like, wow, wow, yeah, is, <laughs> yeah. No, but I think um, it's it's crazy. No, but that's that's really good. I think what you're doing in terms of like you know helping us really learn about our skin and know more about our skin, I think mm-hmm. the most important part is feeling comfortable in our skin. Yeah, yeah, that's number one. Yeah, and I think um that's like you said, that's number one. And I feel like this is going to lead me into us talking about skin bleaching. Mm-hmm. Um I wanna hear like your view on skin bleaching and how you think. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, as a skin therapist, say like you have a client who comes to you and you realize that okay, sis Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. how do you change this person's perception how do you
1: let this Mm -hmm. person
0: get back to feeling comfortable in their skin and Mm -hmm. going back to their Mm -hmm. normal skin color or Mm -hmm. yeah so that is very tricky and it's easier said than done because I've gotten a few clients that are trying that have bleached and then they are trying to reverse it. So at the point that you come to me, I feel like you've already made a mental note that this is something I shouldn't have even started with. And now I want to get, I want to find a solution. And in my opinion, and I'm sure it's general skin bleaching is deeply rooted in colorism and that needs to be talked about because if in recent years being dark skin even on social media we see that being dark skin or darker complexion has become a trend but it shouldn't be a trend but it's some it's been a way of life for most of us for years but now being dark is is cool Exactly. Now being dark is cool. I think that's the issue. Being dark, being yeah. cool. Because to be fair, yes. we are cool. Like being dark is cool. Yeah. However, <laughs> I don't think that should be mm-hmm. a thing. Like, yes, that's my problem. Yes. Like the whole mm-hmm. aesthetic of being yes. dark. Really cool. Yes. We've also lived, I mean, we when growing up, um, when it comes to the definition of beauty, is only one color that is portrayed and growing up, that's what we have been taught. That's what we see. So that's what our mind has gotten used to. And some people haven't gotten the opportunity to have that kind of mindset change. So it's very hard to convince them or let them know that being dark skin or having black skin is as beautiful as even if you're light, yeah, or if your light is also as beautiful as being dark, like we are all one, and we should I mean now I would congratulate makeup brands, especially being inclusive because it's a way of showing or educating the wider crowd that okay, if they have a shade for dark skin, it means that we are important, of but course. if it's not available, I'm like is something wrong with me, so I just try to. Listen, mm-hmm. I just try to listen to whoever I'm speaking to that has gone through the process of skin bleaching and try and understand when they started, how long it's been going on. And sometimes you realize that it's from their immediate surroundings maybe an aunt, it could be a mom, it could even be a boyfriend or a significant other that could be saying that, oh, I think if you were lighter, you would be more beautiful or you're too dark or something. So all that is about just, I just listen to the person and just let them understand that I do. I hear them, but now that they are here, they should know that they are beautiful in whatever skin color they've come to me with. They are not ugly because they've bleached. They are good. And if they want to see change, I am also I also want them to know that it's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. They're going to hear more than they heard about being dark skinned because now you will see the negative side effects of using such certain bleaching creams. So you need to prepare your mind that there's going to be some drawback. There's going to be a lot of feedback from a lot of people. So just be ready for all that, but trust in the process, trust in me, and then we will be able to res- reverse all that's is going on because anyway, they I'm sorry to say but the damage has already been done <laughs> but <laughs> just why. hold my hand <laughs> just hold my hand I'm with you yes. and then we can uh, make it work and when you go back to whatever color you were originally just know that just believe in yourself that you are like be confident and know that you are beautiful as well. And all that I'm saying, trust me, is easier said than done because some people will end up falling back into the whole situation, but I try my best to encourage them to let them know that they are beautiful. And whoever says they are not just doesn't deserve them in their fair or dark states. I really understand what you're saying because like you said, it's a mindset thing and I think dealing with the mind it's the mind is funny the mind can really break or make you so I mean Mm -hmm. I I like the Mm -hmm. fact that you first tackle it from um, the mindset um, Mm -hmm. side first before like you know Helping you with whatever product that's going to undo that that has already been done, and I think yeah. it's nice that you say it as well because I feel like that's really the truth, and that's what we really need to understand. That first of all, we need to get that we are beautiful, how we've been created, yes. how we created by God, and also really believe in ourselves because from everything you've said, yes, believe in yourself is also like you know very important here. Like really, truly believe. That. Yeah, matter what anyone says? Um, I am beautiful, and yes, yeah. forget about the fact that you have to be um a lighter shade than you're setting away exactly to be beautiful. Yeah. So, I think, yeah, that's actually that's, that's crazy. That's actually really, really, um, nice that you have said that you know what, it begins in the mind, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and even people, people start. I mean, just talking about skin, Disha. I just also wanted to add that yeah, some people have, um, for dark skins generally, our skin produces a lot of melanin, yeah. and that is hello accurate. growing. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, in certain parts of our bodies, like our neck, underarms, groin area, as dark skin because our skin is producing a lot of melanin, it tends to be darker than maybe our chest, our arms. And I want people listening to this to know that it is very normal. Why? Because we are always moving our arms. The friction, the heat is going to trigger melanin Mm -hmm. and hence it's going to look dark. We are working, our thighs are rubbing together. Hence, a lot of melanin is going to be produced. It is all normal. It's very, very normal. Our elbows, knees. When we were babies, we were calling. We are always resting our elbows on, on table yes. or something. The friction. We should know that is very, very normal. If you want to do something about it, or just eh, like do something about the appearance, that is okay. But don't feel uncomfortable when you see that your underarms are dark. Yes, I do. Wanna, I have a dark underarms. It took a while for me to accept it. But I'm like. It is what it is. Yeah. Like this is who I am. I'm dark skinned and it will produce even if I'm able to lighten it, I'll not I'll not be working with my arms up like this. I'll always work with my arm. It will get darker again. You get it? So True. yes, if you want to do something about it, it can always be done. But I want people who are not able to do anything about it to know that it is normal. So don't fret about it or compare yourself to somebody who might have yeah, their underarms may even be brighter than their chest <laughs> that's that's just <laughs> some people do have very bright underarms okay. like it's very fair but does them genetics okay. everything okay. we are all different okay. so believe in yourself mm-hmm. just be confident in the skin you are in and you can always find a solution to it it will not be 100 percent but that it shouldn't lead you to buy certain things on the market that may cause more harm mm-hmm. than do any good for you because these creams have these bleaching creams could even have mercury in them mercury. aside the steroids in there, yeah, like a lot of strange things so what is are that, found like, in what is that in like skincare world because mercury I'm thinking the planet. <laughs> <laughs> No, so mercury in certain high concentrations will cause damage to the skin, even when, um, I mean, I'm not a doctor, so don't quote me, um, seafood, some, it's, it's written or um, some studies talk about how eating a lot of seafood may result in a lot of mercury in the system. I don't know the direct implications of that, but I know that in skincare, it is used in very, very, very high percentage, um, percentages when people are mixing it with these steroid creams and mix it with other things mm-hmm. just to cause damage onto the skin and bleach the skin or to lighten the skin yeah. or to get rid of the, the top layer of the skin. So... That's what I know when it comes. That's what I know about mercury when it comes to skin bleaching. Really? Yes, I would say an aggressive agent really in the skin aggressive. bleaching world. Yeah, wow. yeah. That's- and um, I, I think a year or two ago there was a Netflix show by a Nigerian woman. Mm-hmm. Um, it talks about skin bleaching and how it's very popular in Africa, especially in Nigeria. And it was it was very eye opening. I don't remember the title now, but I it, think it should still I think be on I Netflix. Know, um, what you're talking about? I think I've also seen it. I would actually look for it and then um, link it in the notes mm-hmm. section so that like people can also watch it just to like learn about mm-hmm. these things and the implications. Yes, and really yeah, back away from it because I feel like yeah, skin bleaching is such a big deal, especially within the black community, and um, yeah, I think it's something that we. need to really curb and actually stop because you're beautiful mm. people. Like I mean yes like being black is yeah. a cool thing now but I just want to say that like we're all beautiful. So yeah. let me link it so people yeah. can um you know watch that as well. So let's talk about mm-hmm. um SDFTs because I feel like for the longest time okay. Mm-hmm. We know about SPF. We've known about SPF. Like you know how, um, let's yeah. say, um, white people would use SPF. You know, to like on the beach mm-hmm. to tan mm-hmm. and all of that. And all of a mm-hmm. sudden, it's like mm-hmm. black people need SPF too. And we're looking at the like whoever that said this. All of a sudden, we're like, hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> why are you, you sure? Do yes. yes. But then I mean, let's from yeah. it from. Um, the point of view of a skin therapist, why would you advise me black people mm-hmm. to use sunscreen? Uh, first of all, we need to protect our skin from sun damage, but somebody will then say that, but I'm dark. My dark, my melanin is supposed to protect me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The me- melanin does have some kind of sun protection factor. So, It has an SPF of, I think, 1.5 or 2. The most, I would say, is SPF 4. But that doesn't have any significant protection when it comes to sun damage. Um, To be able to have proper sun damage, you should be wearing an SPF of 30 or above. And the fact that we are dark-skinned does not mean that we are free from sun damage. Sun damage is not only... about tanning and seeing like a different like maybe you're wearing a bikini or a top and you are exposed to the sun for a long period of time that line of demarcation that's not the only uh, way of knowing that you're there's some kind of sun damage so sun damage can also lead to darkening of your hyperpigmentation if you are somebody that already has that it's going to darken some more it is also going to break down the collagen and elastin in our skin and that is what Gives us the youthful look that's what holds the skin in the dermis. So, if that is breaking down, it's going to lead to um, premature aging, fine lines and wrinkles that are going to be deeper, and you're going to look. Older than you're supposed to look. Let me put that. So um, it's really also going to break the down. Start earlier than it should. <laughs> okay. Yes, okay. exactly, exactly. By breaking down that collagen and then elastin that's holding up the skin, um, It also breaks down the the skin pore. I mean, the skin follicle. So, if that happens, that is also breaking down the protective layer of our skin. And when that protective layer is not there, mm-hmm. anything can go in and anything can come out. And right. that would lead to certain things like acne, irritation, worsening of skin conditions like rosacea, psoriasis, um, eczema. So it's 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 not just about oh, I don't want to be dark. Yeah. Some people the have the mentality recession. that if It's about protecting the skin. And honestly, sunscreen does not um, block 100% of the UV rays. It does allow some um, UV rays to be absorbed by the skin. So I'm not really for if I use sunscreen, I'm not going to get vitamin D. No. Because the sunscreen is not absorbing 100%, with sun protection, you're still going to get some vitamin d from um, being exposed to the sun and you can also get some of the vitamin d sources from food as well so it's not an excuse yes you may be right with the melanin being a number one protector but it's just not enough to protect our skin and um, when we see the line of demarcation when we have been exposed to the sun or when we are at the beach or even on a normal day, mm-hmm. it's just, is a melanin being produced in excess to tell us that, mm-hmm. hey, um, it's the skin's defense mechanism. Oh, That's hey. correct. It's the skin's defense mechanism. So it's going to produce a lot of melanin, like an overdrive to protect it. But then again, SPF4 is not enough to protect the skin. So that is why, as Black people, we need to wear sunscreen, we need to protect our skin. Even if you have amazing skin, just protect it for the longer term. Yeah, just for the so, longer so, so you, you look better, so, you know? Like, you, yeah, <laughs> yeah, if you look better, you'll feel better. Definitely. So you did say in the beginning, yeah. when I asked you SPF 30 and SPF 50, you did say that you would go, mm-hmm. go for SPF 30. Mm-hmm. Let, mm-hmm. make sense. <laughs> so, so there is a difference between SPF 30 and SPF 50. Okay. You get more protection with SPF 50. However, people feel like when you have SPF 50, it gives them a sense, a false sense of protection, which isn't true. It's good. better to be using mm-hmm. your SPF yeah. <laughs> it's better to use your SPF thirty use the right amount and reapply as necessary compared to using SPF fifty and using a once and applying a thin layer. So mm. I'm not for SPF fifty is better than SPF thirty, but it does give there is like a one percent or two percent don't quote don't quote me difference between SPF thirty and fifty. however, you will still need to apply the same rules to an SPF 50 sunscreen, the same way you do for an SPF 30. And and that's it. Even if it's SPF 75, SPF 100, you still have to apply the right amount and reapply as necessary. But SPF 30, SPF 50, there isn't that much of a difference. You just need to apply the correct amount. So the two finger rule that is very popular on social media, you apply like um, two layers mm-hmm. on your two fingers mm-hmm. and apply on your face, neck, and décolletage. Okay. SPF 50. SPF 50, you do the same thing. The fact that it is SPF 50 does not mean that you can use a pea size and you're good. No. <laughs> right. So, if you, right. yeah. No, see, I am, I am, I am the yeah, That's why, that's why yeah. I say Fifty SPF 50 or like, nothing. i SPF 50 gang, because for me, I feel like, okay, you can, can use SPF, okay, I got you, SPF 50, let's go. Like, in my mind, I'm actually thinking yeah. that, okay, mm-hmm. this is really going to give me, like, ultimate um, protection. But from your explanation, yes. I think I will start, you know, considering the SPF 30. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean if you can still keep using SPF fifty, just apply the same rule and make sure that you are protected Okay, and you're using it. I mean reapplying as necessary. That's all that's 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 needed from an SPS fifty. Okay. But I don't want people to feel like if you have SPS fifty, right, you are protected more than somebody using an SPF 30 yeah. no. if I'm using an SPF 30 uh, and using it correctly and you are using a P size yeah. SPF 30 is greater than SPF 50 <laughs> know what. so yeah I encourage everyone to use SPF 30 and above just use the correct amount and reapply as necessary that's it no like thank you so much for canceling out that um, misconception I have honestly that right? yeah mm-hmm thank you I'm very I'm glad. Glad. <laughs> like, I'm a, glad a, a new convert see see I'm learning already like I'm actually taking, Amen. I'm taking on, on every single thing that you're saying right now no but like thank you thank you so much I mean are there certain um, skincare misconceptions you would like to put out there for people to um, you know uh, take their mind off and I start think... looking at it in a different light mm-hmm yeah. So one thing is, people assuming that um, drinking water will help with acne or will, will clear acne. Basically, that is a Drink very skin serious, skin. serious myth. <laughs> that doesn't work at all. Drinking water does help your overall well being, immune system, everything. Definitely. But that is not going to directly clear up the skin. You can't have not a very great skincare routine be using whatever skincare products you want and be drinking ounces of water and expecting expecting your skin to clear it doesn't work that way you need to use the right and proper skincare to be able to get the results that you want the water is just there to hydrate the body because the skin is the last organ to actually receive that hydration that we've we've drunk so that is something I see a lot. Like I've been drinking a lot of water, but my skin is not going, but it's it's understandable, but this is it. And I hope that people listening will be able to have a different, um, mentality when it comes to, Thinking water, clearing their skin. Yeah. Um, another one is people are assuming that oily skin does not need moisturizer. Girl, see, I was really on that table because me I have oily too. skin. Like my face, my face gets mm-hmm. oily, and mm-hmm. for me, like for like, I mean, I, I'm still struggling because. I feel I'm like the thing is the oil is lazy. Like, can we just not put more on it? Okay, yeah, exactly. like my skin is for a lot of oil. Why should I use sunscreen? I yeah. mean um moisturizer, it makes sense, but remember when I spoke about dehydrated skin? Yeah, so our skin most people who are oily tend to just have dehydrated skin. So when the skin is dehydrated and it's lacking water, it triggers the oil glands in our skin to produce more oil just to quench the thirst. So if you're able to hydrate the skin and moisturize the skin properly, you will realize that the excess oil production will reduce because you're telling the skin that, hey, I'm good. You don't have to be doing overtime." the skin is not is not triggered to produce a lot of oil and that's it's kind of contradicting itself but that is the case if your skin is producing a lot of oil genetically some people can have very oily skin but if your skin is oily I would always tell you to hydrate the skin and moisturize just to keep the uh, oil production under control and that always works. Wow, that is interesting. So basically, to yeah. combat oily skin, you need to feed it more moisture. <laughs> I- Exactly, hydration and moisture, hydration and moisture. Wow, like this has been you're, you're getting this. See, I told you, I'm learning. Like, hello, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really learning. Yeah, no, but honestly, this mm-hmm. has been really, 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 really informative. And thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. to really it's, it's change my, my honor. I, I'm, mindset. I'm happy to talk about skincare, <laughs> change of mindset mm-hmm. on skincare, and you know every single thing that comes with mm-hmm. it um so where can we find you like if mm-hmm. you want to book your services or like you know learn more so, about skincare. so you can find oh. me mm-hmm. <laughs> so on my instagram Okay. I post a lot about anything skincare related um you can ask me questions in my DMs. You could also find me. I have a website running in Ghana okay. and in U S as well, okay. but it's Lebanonskin.com. Okay. And you can find my email in the contact as section. If you want to ask me certain questions, if you want to book the link to book is right there. If you want to shop products as well, just right there. So everything is, can be found on Lebanonskin.com. And, um, the triple action cream video too is on my Instagram. You're so right. I encourage I everyone to go and watch it. All these um videos and uh-huh. shit so yes. far, just so like you yes. know, people can really learn more and really um mm-hmm. you know, step away from some of these things. <laughs> Yes, yes. There's there's a lot to unlearn when it comes to skincare. So it's one step at a time. Um, I don't want anyone to feel like they are doing the wrong thing, yes. or it, it, it takes time. Because I used to do all the wrong things yes. Yes. as well in course. I used <laughs> to do the wrong things, but now I know, uh-huh. and then I'm doing the right thing. So no one should feel bad that they may not be doing it or be anxious about it. No, skincare should be fun at the end of the day. No, I skincare should be fun. That. I really, but do. just yeah yeah yeah. it's a way of um, reducing some stress and self-care just having a mask on and watching your favorite netflix is there's nothing compared to that Mm -hmm. honestly Mm -hmm. like in my when i'm stressed or going through a hard time in life skin like some people don't do their skincare when they are going through something hard but for me i have to do my skincare because it's like i'm washing away all my problems (laughs) (laughs) it's like you're using your speech, to just get rid of all the people. Like, go away, please. Go away. <laughs> I'm telling you, no, no, I feel so good after it. So, make it fun for yourself. Yeah, no, but thank you, thank you so mm-hmm. much. This has been really informative. It's been fun talking to you as well. And I need to book you. Likewise, <laughs> I'll be waiting for you. So, we will definitely speak again soon thank you thank you oh, so yes, much yes there's more to talk about so i'll be waiting for part two of, of being the on like, changing the, the narrative because we didn't really exhaust everything because there's so much more to talk about oh yeah so thank you so much mm-hmm, for making mm-hmm, time so much more and sharing your amazing knowledge with us thank you for having me thank you too thank you so much for tuning in to the change in the narrative podcast if you enjoyed this episode do me a favor and like share and subscribe to the change in the narrative podcast